So I guess we'll just start. Uh, hi, Internet. Hi, Indy. Immediately. <laughs> we're only lovers left in the library, a romance book club, and we're romance. And this month was Tashai's birthday. <laughs> so Yay! We're going to do a quick birthday um, celebration because we don't get to do it all the time. So here we go. Yay! Hey, 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 Internet, I'm, I'm finally 15. <laughs> I'm going to light these candles and then we're going to start singing. Okay, ready? One, two, one, two, three. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Ready? One, two, three. Make, make a wish. <laughs> Movie magic. <laughs> Yay! Love it. This cupcake sure will be delicious when I try it off screen. I'm sending you a slice tomorrow. <laughs> Yummy! But for real, happy birthday. I love you so much. Yay! Thank you. Ah. Uh, this has been this has been a good birthday. I didn't like spiral into depression like oh. the last couple birthdays. I had enough stuff to do with the power of Lizzo. Oh yeah, that's why I got this like vodka juice thing because like I kept seeing the Lizzo ads on my Instagram and I was like, I'm gonna get that juice. the juice, baby, blame it on the juice, blame it. If I say anything good about the book, then I'll blame it on the juice. You haven't lived until you've seen her perform "Blame It on the Juice" while playing. Her flute. Fluting, flouting, flouting. I'm not alive, but we'll see. We'll get She's it. like, <laughs> and then the white man in front of me blocked me, and I was like, <laughs> and then he moved to the other side, and I was like, <laughs> I want you to see, my dog got a haircut. I don't mean. Let me see the baby. Pulling her from under the table. Oh right. my god. Now? Just look here. Oh my god! She's looking so fresh! Because really like, her ears aren't like all splayed and frizzy. Ah! Uh, me uh, uh, <laughs> They shaved her butt. So now she's like feathery stuff. Alright, get off. That's adorable. Well, Dante has little baby teeth coming out now. I gotta see those today. Dante the child, not the dog. Yes. The child, not the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. My mom's like, she sends me videos of him, and I was like, oh, so cute. And it's just the camera getting uh, more and more out of focus as they get close, and they keep giving him bits of food, and he's like drooling. And, like, and they're like, no, show your teeth. Show your teeth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he's just like, ah. Drooling his tongues in the way. Cool, cool, cool. It's mm. been a good month, I think. I mean, it, it yeah. ended strong, but it was, it felt busy. I don't know. It was weird. It was rough. There was a lot, there was a lot going on. I like your candle, Drea. It's not yours, don't worry. I was going to say, you can light mine for hangouts only. Those are the only occasions you can light it without me there. 
Okay, but you, you should have told me that like before we didn't hang out. I know, but I didn't occur to me until right now. <laughs> Christina has a candle that she always lights for D and D because there's there's a, like some dice at the bottom. Is that what's what's on? Well, there? it's like a it's like a D. It's from Cantrip Candles, and it's, so it's D and D themed, and it's called Dungeon Depths. So I would take oh. a candle and I light it, you know, to to set the mood. And, yeah, um, it's but it's always like hot. melted like magma every time. So I just leave it at Andrea's where we do the hang, where we do the the session. <laughs> yeah, but I have very strict rules. Like I can't touch it or light it. It's over for D and D. Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> <laughs> Did you touch my drum set? Yeah. Um, no. Yes. If it's a if it's a group activity, then you may light it. Okay, let's yeah. get into it. So. We take uh, turns every month, and this month, Andrea, it was Andrea's turn, and she picked War by Laura. Good guy, girl. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That's a song. Peace. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Debate. Yes. And so, Andrea, why did you pick? War by Laura Thalassa. Um, I picked it because I picked... Did I pick the last one? It was me. Yeah. Christina picked picked the first book in the Four Horsemen series, um, and then I ended up beating it, but I actually ended up, like... In love with the main character. Kind of actually really liking it, and then... You know, I, it was going to just be forgotten in my memory, but then it kind of resurfaced because it was up for, like, a Goodreads award. And, like, just despite Christina, I, like, voted for it for, like, best romance <laughs> uh, through multiple rounds. And so it stayed fresh in my mind. And then uh, when I saw the second book had come out slightly, again, to spite Christina. <laughs> well, yeah, and then I put it in the chat, and I'm like, I dare you. You wouldn't dare. I triple talk dare you. She's like, fine. Adds it to the list. Put it on the uh, I was like, no. Okay. I'm not reading it, but now, you know, I feel like we've got to keep going. Like, it's, it's like an only lover thing. So uh, I may have to continue picking the rest as they come out. But that is that is why I picked it. There we go. The cool. stuff. Uh, cool. So obviously at the end of this book, they allude to the next book, which is Famine. Yeah. Just and, and and the lines like they're all gonna starve. I just and I'm just like I read it while I was in the bathroom at work, and I'm like, why wouldn't you start with famine? Look, we can't know all of God's plans. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't, like you can hide from the plague, and you can hide from the war, but like no, all you know, your food goes bad. What doesn't make sense to me is that really they should have just sent them all at once. Because if, 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 theoretically, Pestilence had done his job correctly, everyone should be dead. There would no, there wouldn't be anyone for war to kill. Yeah. And then if war had done his job, like, okay, fine, Pestilence failed, but, you know what I mean? It's like, they're, if they're going one by one, it's like, they're saying you're all going to fail and we need backup plans. And they keep alluding to the fact that it's like a test for the horsemen. Yeah. And I'm like... Is it a test for the horse or a test for humanity? Yeah. Look, I don't know what mythology the author is going for. We're just going to pick and choose whatever whatever Bible reference we're going to, what, that serves the plot. 
Well, at some point in the in the story, it's like, oh, this was a test. Like, what with the whole her having a scar that said surrender, she's like, the message was for him, not for me, because he's the one who can read angelic. And like, why would I be able to read my own neck? So it's like, why would it say surrender? It's like, like, it's a tester in. Oh my god! Like, okay, I don't want to jump in like super hardcore right now. I have so many questions. I'm ready for Andrea. So it was Andrea's pick. So Andrea wrote some questions for us. But before we, before we do that, we have to, which was what we're already doing, we give our overall impression. Well, <laughs> first we should read the description so people know the fuck we're talking about. Yes. So does anyone have it pulled up? Yes, I pulled it up. just a lot of a lot of feelings (laughs) as I was reading it so like not to not to jump in but problems that I had with the book first it was boring as shit because (laughs) it was I was reading the same it's the same plot and I get it people are super into it I mean there were some differences obviously but Chris was like Chris was like oh I 
Obviously, they both love bats. (laughs) 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 That's, that's, I mean, I really felt like I was reading the same, the same main character. It was the same chick. She didn't have anything to really distinguish her from the other one. I'm going to pull some quotes because I had pulled some quotes earlier. And I want you to tell me if it's from pestilence or from war. You oh, that's me. a trap. You tell me which one. That's a trap. They're all from pestilence. No. Listen, anyway. I need to pull them up. I don't have them here. Um, oh. Hey, I was ready. I'm sorry. I mean, I'll do it while someone, like, I'll, I'll save them or I'll bring them up when someone else is saying the, and then we'll do that. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it just, it just felt like I was reading the same thing. And it wasn't, like, the first time for me wasn't very enjoyable. But in hindsight, I enjoyed the first book way better than this one. Um, mostly because I guess this is not my genre. Like I'm not into like morality romance where it's like, I've got to save this, the man and save the world or the man that I love is doing absolutely heinous things. Y'all know what it's called? Morality romance? That's what I'm calling it because I can't, I cannot, (laughs) I don't know if that's what it's called, but I feel that that's what it is. Like there's a there's a there's a moral choice here to fuck or not fuck this like heinous being. Like, hey, he's I think it is a thing. Maybe not to this extreme. Yeah. But I feel like it's a thing. This is not my genre. And I'm not gonna say that I'm like the most mightiest, like most moral, most like, you know, but I just I have <laughs> I draw the line of horsemen, I guess, is what I'm saying. And and then here's the thing. War, as opposed to pestilence, has for me absolutely no redeeming qualities. That guy was an ass. And I know I say this about a lot of main characters, but he was <laughs> such an ass that I would prefer. I mean, if you had to have me choose, I would absolutely go back and say, okay, yeah, I'm down. Let's go with pestilence. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, in comparison, Beste is a better choice. But yeah. I, yeah. Because he, he was a jerk. Well, I was going to say, it. Sing your choice. I can't. There's a little off. No, uh-huh. that's wrong. That's wrong. You could do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe later. I don't well, know. I think about it. For lo menos, menos Pente was like, mm, I feel really shitty about killing these older people. Fuck. Or just like, into Pente. Going, going along, like, I know you said, like, oh, I hate him, no redeeming qualities, I would have gone with face there, whatever, but my first question is, if you were in this situation, would you have chosen death over pledging allegiance? Like, would you really have chosen death 100% in real life? Would you choose death? 100 fucking percent, I would have rather fucking died than given that dude a moment of my time. That's it. I think you're, uh, lying, but, yes, I think you're full of shit. You're full of shit. I don't think I am. I would rather, okay, um, well, at the point, okay, rewind. First of all, she thought her family was dead, right? uh Uh-huh. So if I'm in the same situation, my family's dead and I got nothing else to live for, Except for being this guy's wife, then I'm no, not gonna no, do no, it. No, 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 We're not saying if right now, today, the apocalypse happened, and this guy said, 
dead or or alien. Too many factors. <laughs> she also wasn't sure if her family was dead or not. She's like, they're probably Amanda's dead. Out there. Amanda's out there and she might need you and you're really gonna choose death? Amanda will understand. <laughs> wow. No, she won't because Amanda's gonna pledge allegiance. Yeah, she would. I have an honest <laughs> question for you. So there's a horseman coming and killing everybody. And then he either says, you have to pledge allegiance to me. Like he's saying it to me. You have to pledge allegiance to me. Be my wife. Be my sugar baby. Um, or you die. And I'm like, yeah. I would. She went like this. Eh. <laughs> and no, I'm no, like, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. She doesn't have the whole story. Can she hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amanda, if you pledge allegiance, you get to help save more babies and more people. And, like, help take care of all the people that you managed to save, or you just die. But I would like... Concubine, yes. No, because he tells her you're my wife, but then he also says, you don't have to fuck me. Yeah, you just have to live in the compound and help and help the other people that, that are spared. That's the thing. He says, you're my wife, but, you know, unless you want to have sex with me, which you might. You don't have to have sex with me. I'm not going to force myself on you. Yeah, okay. Sure. Cool. I'm in charge of cheese. I don't think so. I run the war library. I honestly don't know. Now. Until I'm in the moment, God... <laughs> and then the horseman will just walk in here and, like, ask me right now. Christina, if you had to choose between pledging allegiance and eating a bucket of cockroaches... Oh, <laughs> I would pledge allegiance. <laughs> And that's just a bucket of fucking cockroaches. It's not you being dead. It's not you getting stabbed and then being left out in the sun. But eat a bucket of cockroaches or die? A part of me would die. I would consider it. That's all I can say. I can't say, like, yes, I go for it. I would think about it. I would stall for time as much as I could. <laughs> okay, well... Tushai and I would clearly both play. <laughs> I'm fucking sure, but I'm uncomfortable with the idea of killing other people. Is there another job I can do? And then he'd be like, I guess you can, like, work in the kitchen. I'd be like, fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's, you know, I and then I'd be in the back, waiting for someone to destroy him. I mean, I guess. I just, it just takes a long time. All the horsemen take forever. It takes multiple tries in the books. I'll just be in the back of the camp somewhere. And it never the same takes. It never takes until like eighty percent of the book. You notice that? Uh, I, I looked in the first book too. Yeah. At the same time, I was like, yeah. And then I looked at the pit, and there was pestilence, and there was war, and there was pestilence, and there was, and he was on the ground, and he was not getting up. Yeah, my version of that book would be. I feel like something happened, but I'm really far away, so I can't really see, but I feel like it's something serious. So I'm just going to stay here. Read the book. So y'all would do, y'all would, you take the deal, basically. You yeah, yeah, 100%. Immediately. My heart tells me I'm going believe that in that you would take the deal if you're just saying that because you don't actually have a blade to your neck exactly but I, i'm not gonna have i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna take it unless it's absolutely like, guys this is the aquarius in me i don't give a fuck i don't care i just don't care i'm not gonna do it 
But if huh? he's like here, like the kazoo to my neck, then I'll be like, okay, I'll think about it. Jeez. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely the Aquarius thing. I don't need this. I, I can do this. I don't care. You can tell me what to do. Okay. <laughs> Pragmatic. <laughs> okay, well now now that we have gotten that out of the way yeah. and <laughs> we would have all pledged allegiance. My next question was, you know, it, most of this book is her being like, Oh my god, I hate him so much because he's killing all these people. Oh my gosh, I'm so attracted to him. Oh my god, he disgusts me. Oh my god, I wanna bang him. And then that eventually turns into like caring about him and not just like physically but like emotionally too so my question is do you believe that it is actually possible like outside of this book just like in life do you think it is possible to both hate and love someone so intensely at the same time yes i think that it's possible that you think that you love someone or that that someone loves you like in an abusive relationship Absolutely. But if true hate... Think... That's what I'm saying. Like, Do you think you can actually truly hate and truly love someone at the same time? Or do you... Because are, are you saying that you might think you feel both, but you only actually feel one? Yes. I, it's hard for me to reconcile. That's yeah. I just can't... I can't... I, that's why it's just so fucking hard to relate. I'm like... Um, I mean... Uh, I think you can, but again, yeah, like Christina said, there's, there's a, a is it a healthy part of the conversation that isn't being had in the book? I've had really intense feelings for people, and then, like, they were terrible people to have intense feelings for, but that didn't erase the fact that I had both intense feelings for them and recognized that they were bad and were dicks, but it wasn't healthy. It wasn't, like, a healthy situation. But, like, would you have tried to murder them? Because she legit tries to kill him, even though she loves him. Like, it's to that level. When she tries to kill him, I don't think she, like, actually loved him yet. But. Yeah, because then afterwards, all of her attempts were to, like, subterfuge. They weren't, like, actual attempts on his life. No, when she tries to kill him in his bedroom yeah. after they've had like all that sex and stuff, like she, she knew he couldn't die. I think that was her more just like trying to prove that she was a good person mm -hmm. and a good person would kill him. And I think she was trying to be like, I can do this. Like, I don't love him. He's a piece of shit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to kill him knowing that she wasn't going to be able to kill him anyway. And she was going to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, this, it's hard to parse it out because I think that the, the whole, you know, loving a terrible person, you know, how terrible the person is and the, like how strong the feelings are, I don't know. I mean, you can love a terrible person, but you, you have to be of the same mindset as that person because someone loved Hitler, but they were also a terrible person. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying it's possible like it's possible to love someone who is a monster but you have to then also be a monster yeah, but so you genuinely have feelings of love yeah so I don't for someone horrible yeah I don't then I don't know if I 
What do you think, Andrea? Because I don't think it's possible. I think that you could lie to yourself. But I think love so that, okay. love so wins, unfortunately. So do you think she never truly hated him and just always kind of liked him and that turned into love? Or she hated him and then stopped? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like... I think that she was scared. <laughs> Hear me out. I think... <laughs> I think that, yeah, she was scared. And why wouldn't you be scared? Because it's like this mythological, biblical figure coming down, rain terror on your whole fucking life, raising the dead and murdering everybody left and right. Um, and I'm stuck with him. So let me look for some redeeming, redeeming qualities. Mm, six pack. Fuck yeah. Now I'm thirsty <laughs> for it. Now I don't have to think about all the people that he's murdering. Now I don't have to think about um, all of the, you know, how I'm complicit, even though I'm powerless. I'm actually, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I really, what can I do? Honestly, I'm just going to shoot little arrows and, you know, I'm going to try to like sabotage his plans, you know, and that's, I'm a good person because I'm trying to do it that way, but it's really just half-assing it and her just kind of like, that's how I see it. It's I'm not going to say like Stockholm Syndrome, but... You know, that's how I was going to say Stockholm Syndrome. That's how I can see it. That's how I can see it working where where her love and attraction for him is more a survival mechanism and eventually convincing herself that she can look past all of the bad because he's some type he's a type of idiot for some human things. And he says things, you know, whatever. He just says things and, you know, he's super nice. And so she can get over it and. She sees the good in him, but he murders thousands before he gets there. And so now she loves him and everything's okay. That's he lets her he, he lets her take a bath. So clearly she's like ah. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so that's how I think that the two can coexist. But I don't think that they can. I think that you can lie to yourself. And feel one more than the other, but I don't think that they they can like you can one hundred percent love someone and then also one hundred percent hate them. Yeah, yeah. deep. Also, you're wearing a bonus T-shirt. I'm wearing your shirt, Tosh. Ah, <laughs> it's got a mustard yeah. stain down here. Fantastic. I tried. Well, if you can't. Get rid of it. Just try to see if you can, like, sew a little patch on it or something. It's barely noticeable. I mean, I know it's there. Um, just put a different stain on it, and then... I wanted to tie-dye the shirt, actually. Because it's, like, white. Let's think it look, I think it will look really cool. Anyway, so that was a good question. I had to think, yeah. I had to think hard. <laughs> no, that's good. That, I was trying to go... Um, and that's how my, my next question is like that, too. I was trying to, to turn this into, like, a... Productive okay. conversation. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I hate this book so much. By the end of this talk, Andrea's going to be like, so by your logic, you actually like it. <laughs> no, so my next, my next question, and um, it's kind of, it, 
the big the big thing in the book, right? And the big thing in, in all the books, I guess, because the same thing happened with Pestilence, is that you know he ends up changing or seeing like the redeeming qualities in humans or whatever. So my question is, what exactly do you think caused War to abandon his mission? Like, what what was the thing? Do you think that he? <laughs> no, I mean, like, do you think he truly changed his view on humans? Do you think a person can even change that much? So, like, what do you think caused the change? Or do you think it was a genuine change? Is I guess it's two questions in one. Pussy. <laughs> Pretty much my 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 answer. The holy water. So then, so then, if it was, if it was sex that that changed him, um, that's what I have to go for. Okay, so is it, is it a genuine change? Like, did he truly change his entire like moral code? Because he is powerful. I'm just. No, I think in his mind he's like, oh, you can die. I guess. Me killing other people sucks. I just <laughs> okay. It was harder for me to. I don't want to jump in, Tosh. Like, if you're not done, let me know. No, no, go for it. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna stumble through it because I don't. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how to start answering this question. But as I was reading it, Pestilence's change of heart seemed more genuine because he seemed more alien in the way that he was written. I don't know. He just didn't seem like like a Do you know what I mean? He just didn't seem like a human person. Whereas before, yeah. I've definitely seen this guy at like the barbecue place. Like, you know, like <laughs> this is a person that exists in the world. Really? I was just envisioning him as Cal Drogo. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't really... Well, that, that makes sense, though, because he does say in the book, he's like, I'm the only one... He, he basically says that I'm the only one who exists inside of men. Like, I'm inside the hearts of men, so I am a man. A piece of shit. Yeah. And so when he when he kind of, like, turns 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 the good coin, you know, I, I found it really hard to believe. I didn't... I never felt like he really... 100% meant it. I and then the thing is that the book asks a lot of me. It asked me to do a lot. I, f I fucking did a lot of emotional labor reading this. <laughs> yeah. um, and then to answer that, I don't know how the horsemen work. So I don't know what what changed. What like like he went from like being a supernatural creature to not. And there were like outside influences. Because like for the for most of the book. For the first, like, two-thirds, like, whenever he talks about pestilence, he's like, oh, my brother failed. You know what I mean? Like, he, he looks down. It was weird for me because <laughs> clearly he knew that changes of heart were possible because his brother had one. But he, like, looked down on it, and then he had one, too. So it was just, like... I, I, didn't, I just wanted to know what you guys thought about it. Because well, it just seemed very... Well, about I think... I, mm -hmm. I was just going to say, I think a lot of it... 
This is me thinking about this right now. <laughs> the fact that he is able to knock her up, because, spoiler alert, she ends up pregnant. <laughs> I think the realization that he has the ability to have a kid makes him accept the human parts of his nature, which then makes him understand that if humanity is so flawed that they've been put through this test, that means he's partially or probably flawed in some way. And it makes him have to then evaluate what or who he is and what he's here for and if it really makes any sense that he's been mindlessly doing this shit. So I think the idea of, like, a kid who he has been responsible for, like, he's never created life, he has only ever taken life. Mm -hmm. And raising the dead isn't the same as creating life. So he did this thing he's never done before, and he's done everything before. So suddenly it's this one thing that he's never done before and never experienced before, and it's like, oh, maybe I'm more like them than I ever thought. Shit. What am I? What am I actually doing? I think it's stupid because having a child will change this. Like a baby can fix it. Can it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like he was like just just as selfish as everybody else too. Doesn't it? Doesn't it was like that movie that we saw? Drea, sorry to bother you. It's not a problem until it's affecting you personally. <laughs> it's not a pro it's not a problem like everyone else can die but like when it's like oh I'm at risk now it's a problem now I can now I need to stop it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because I think he starts to change a little bit um basically every time that she's in danger or her life is like threatened he becomes a little bit more like wait I don't want this human to die this is stupid mm -hmm. And then he starts, like, sparing more and more people. And I think, I think Tashai is right. I think the the baby for him is a big, like, game changer. Pivotal, pivotal moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he can't be like, that's not mine. It's like, ugh. The one, honestly, the one cool thing about this book was his ability to raise the dead. I was like, that's cool. Like, I, I, I was like... His ability to raise the dead? Yeah, like, his ability to raise yeah. the dead and then use the dead, like, as his, like, extra army. Like, if he had stuck to that, trust me that he would have won this fucking war. Like, that sounds like a winning strategy. Yeah, but he likes killing people with his own hands. Yeah. That was the thing. I know, but, you know, he could have... Just saying, there were ways to... Just eyes on bitch! Um, there were ways ah! to... <laughs> there, there, I think he could have succeeded. I don't know why. I don't know why they dilly-dally so much. Back to the I mean, I could always use my dishwasher, but I just like doing dish science sometimes, you know? <laughs> Wait, I'm ready, I'm ready for the for the. Cool I'm looking game. it up. Okay, you tell me which one is this one. If you think this is about winning, then you haven't been listening to me at all. Fast ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Damn it. <laughs> Silly. Okay, okay, okay. No! Okay, I gotta pull up my notes. Because some of the notes have nothing to do with that. There's <laughs> some chapstick on. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I already got the first one, so I'm 
100% right now. <laughs> Did you, oh, Andrea, you never seen um, Game of Thrones, right? So you don't know Cal Drogo? That Cal, but I pictured him like that, too. Girl, he had Jason Momoa, but, like, with Cole. Everyone always wears Cole. Cole around his eyes and the braid. I'm like, really, lady, why didn't you just say Cal Drogo? I can't find my notes. What did I do? Aborrate. I probably right. did. We can just say that I all of them. Alright, I'll upload them later. I can't find, I'm like pulling up my notes like on the Kindle <laughs> and it's not coming up. I'm like, why? I had such good ones. <laughs> Even just her, just her, narr the, the both narrators just like talking in their heads. It's well, a girl. Uh, I probably wouldn't be able to recognize the differences between the two girls, mm -hmm. but I feel like I could, I could recognize Pestilence versus Oh, that war. quote, yeah, that too. quote that I read wasn't Pestilence, that was the narrator. If you think this is about winning, then you haven't listened to anything I said. That's the, that's the girl. No, I know. Okay. I, yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, I don't think, I, I will give you that the girls are, like, very, very similar. Don't have to wait. Where do you, where do you find your, like, highlighted things? Well, you're supposed to be able to find it in X-ray. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Can we talk about, are you, do you have question, another question, Drea, or can we make an assignment really quick? I have, I have one more question. We can do it now, or if you have something you want to talk about, we can do that too. Well, I, and then do, I don't know if um, your question is going to cover cover this, but okay. I'll, I'll, so if it does, okay. then I won't have to ask it uh, of you guys, because I have uh, thought as well. Okay. Yeah. My, my, my last question is kind of like a, like a finale sort of thing, so you can do yours first. Um, how did you guys feel about the inclusion of, um, culture in the book? Did you feel like it added anything at all to the story? Seeing as how this could have easily happened in Tennessee, in my opinion. <laughs> but, okay, you know what? You know what I thought was, like, really, yeah, I, I agree with you there. But I also felt that it was because... There wasn't like a 100% commitment to it because, like, she wrote, like, the characters all talked like they were American. Mm -hmm. yep. They used American slang, and, yeah. and so that took yeah, away a lot holy dick for balls. me. She says holy dick balls all the time, and I'm like, yeah. So for me, it was like, okay, well, clearly this person would never be saying this if they actually were living where they're supposed to be living, and, like, I can, I understand whatever the book is written in English, because it's for an English, like, I, I don't, I don't need words in other languages, or whatever, but at least make it, don't make it sound like it's an American talking with American slang, Yeah. because um, that just doesn't make it seem believable. And the only time that it does come up is when she, like, touches her bracelet, and things. Yeah, like, she's like, oh, this one bracelet that I have. No, he, well, even when he's like, why don't I talk you raw and feast on your pussy and keep you chained to my bed like a proper husband? I highlighted, I'm like, pretty sure this language would not be used. I mean. Here? <laughs> Where I read, I read the dog-eared romance novel Left in My Tent. Where did you get a dog-eared romance novel? I mean, that's not to say that, that, you know, that's not to say that those things can't exist. It's just, there's no, you're right, we don't need words in other languages to get a sense of, of, you know, that there is something foreign here. But there's, 
But there's there's nothing else. There are no other signifiers except for the setting. And I can look up a setting on a map and tell you, you know, Google Earth is a Google Maps and Google Earth is a wonderful thing. I don't have to actually go somewhere, but I I did feel like it was just like pick a place on the trail and then mention it and then oh no the people of Aleppo ah and you're just like there's you know I, yeah. I I didn't feel like remember when we were like looking at the reviews and people were like they're coming coming for her for that and I feel like um it was a it's very merited like she could have been a little bit more could have handled it with more care could have like shown it more care and not half-assed it and just picked a different setting because you know, yeah, it's a different part of the world. I just I want you to know that I'm looking at my highlights, and there is no context. I don't know. I don't know what scene this is or anything. But all all I have highlighted is across my collarbones. Uh, we all know why you highlighted. We all know. That. We all know why you highlighted that. But I completely forgot. Triggered. Yeah, oh, sure. I, I do the same thing. I highlighted, uh, moments later, my breasts still free, and I wrote, it's never small titties. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I highlighted that I, I, I just thought, I don't know why I thought it was, like, really, like, funny, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's when he found out that she's pregnant, and he's like, and an entire month? My child has been eating that entire time. No wonder you've been so bloodthirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. But I can't, yeah, at that point, I kind of liked him too. So I was like, okay. I, uh, when they're fooling around and she's like stuck in his dick, he's like, mercy of the fallen. I've never felt the sensation. And my note is, you definitely got your dick stuck before you liar. Right? <laughs> What is he talking about? It's like, oh, sweet mercy, this is amazing. I'm like, look. Maybe she had his finger. Maybe she had her finger in his ass, and that changed everything. She was, like, simulating him. And well, maybe, I could, I could believe that he didn't, because if you were only having sex with people, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but imagine, like, Christina just pledged allegiance, and you know she's just going to, like, bite it off. And, and, but like, he's not. It is not. not Pro girl, he's not fucking people who don't want to fuck him. He's fucking people who go to his tent in the middle of the night and are like, my god, it just there's definitely been people who. But to shy, she was sucking his dick with love, okay? And that's different. <laughs> that's different. You mean that's when you don't hold your breath? I don't fucking know. It was weird. It was weird. Um, this book was weird and harder to... What do you for think, me? Um, um, and this isn't one of my questions, but it's something that I wondered throughout the book. I feel like in the first book, in Pestilence, they do talk about, like, Okay, there's like a godlike figure who sent pestilence to do this thing, mm-hmm. but that's kind of where it stays at. And then in this book, they're like, oh, he also resuscitated Miriam and marked her for you because you are meant to be together. And it just felt like, um, it felt like an episode I, of Lucifer. That's what it felt like. It was, 
it was, I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't so much a standoffish, like, hey, I created these horsemen and sent them out. Like, now it seemed more of, like, a... Puppet master. There's a plot. Yeah, like, yeah, a little puppet. I, I don't know, it was, it was strange. I guess we'll I didn't find know, out in the next book. I didn't book. know how I felt about that. I, I don't know how I felt about the neck mark. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought the neck mark was going to be, like, a coincidence. He's like, you're meant for me, and you're so special, and really it's like, this got well, infected, and then it ended up looking like this. Like, yeah. this isn't what it looked like when I got the cut, it's what it looked like because I didn't put Neosporin on it. Yeah, I thought that too, and that's why I was so thrown off when they were like, oh, no, no, someone gave this to you on purpose because you are actually meant for him. Like, I didn't like that. Meant for a t yeah, because it's it's like a great game, so to speak. And I, I, I feel like it gave him license to... I feel like the author maybe put it there because it gives him license to be more of a dick. <laughs> Because like, like it, it my gives a reason as to why he would be kidnapping her. Yeah, like, of course he would be keeping her in the tent. She's his. She's his wife, and he's going to treat her with a semblance of respect because wife. And, you know. Yeah, but then, but then if that's all true, then she was literally just sent there by God to stop him. Surrender. So, like, why didn't God just not wake him up in the first place if he changed his mind about the apocalypse? That's why I don't understand what the point of this series is, because why would you create and unleash the horsemen if the point is for the horsemen to learn a lesson about not doing what they were told is their mission to do? Which brings me to my final question. Clearly... This has nothing to do with God, and it's just, like, a really specific fantasy that the author has that she was playing out in these books. So, Maybe. what weird little romance fantasy would you play out if you were writing romance books? Like, what would be your four horsemen of the apocalypse? You all know it would be dragon romance. You all, you know the answer to that. <laughs> dragon like dragon people or just no, full like a on dragon. dragon? Giant dragon falling in love with a lady knight, a dame. That's the book <laughs> Are I'm you the dragon or the dame? I'm both. <laughs> I would read this. I would read it too. Someone please write this. Um, is, it, is it about self love? Sure. Look, I haven't. <laughs> the book doesn't exist. You asked me what I wanted to read. Um. Um, I think that going back to the whole God issue and how it being confusing, I just think, I don't think it's confusing at all. I just think it's like taking a page from these other kind of like biblical themed uh, shows, kind of like Good Omens, um, where oh, there is a plan and we don't know what the plan is. And maybe God doesn't know what the plan is, but we're going along with the plan, you know? And so God, God is Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Sure. Dumbledore. Uh, no, I still think that it's just literally that, like, this is her fantasy, is, like, being kidnapped and, like, forced to love some, like, terrible person, and there's no other context that you could pull it off in 
other than something like this. Because if it was just a regular man who was running around serial murdering everyone, this romance would never work. Like, it has to be someone who is doing it because they're being made to do it by a magical divine being. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only that's the only scenario in which something like this, I mean, where bajillion people are murdered and you're kidnapped and forced to be someone's wife is, like, okay and even, like, sexy. Like, yeah, this is and, the only and, context. And it gets you to root for the bad guys, honestly. Yeah. Because they're the bad guys here. Even though yeah. she stop, stops him. I don't know. You bringing up Ava Braun really, like, oh, it, like, shook me. I'm like, oh, my God, you're absolutely fucking right. This is, like, they're the they're bad. Bringing up, like, Hitler's wife, I'm just like, ah! <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, I was so shook by it. I was so shook by it. I can't. I can't. I couldn't. So, Shai, what would be, what would be your romance? Deshai finds the mysterious book. Book gives her unlimited magical power. Someone's trying to fight her to get the book back. Person is really hot. Turns out it's because he was never hugged as a child. Deshai fixes it. But she's also still super powerful. More powerful than him. Ends up stripping away his magic because he's a piece of shit. But, you know. Right he, like, helps her around the house. So. Right this <laughs> I like it. Here for it. And I can, like... Make it so that everyone that I love is safe and healthy and doesn't have to die. And then I love forever, too. Yeah. Also, in the the Lady Night Dragon and, romance, and all our pets. All our pets. <laughs> the Sexy Times is like, okay, so I don't know if you guys have ever read, like, the Anne McCaffrey books, the Dragonflight books, or the Dragon Riders of Kern. But all of the dragon riders have, like, a psychic connection to their dragons. And so the Sexy Times would be something like that, like a really, like, a mental connection type thing, so... So, like, in Demolition Man? Sure. No, like, that book... <laughs> the what? No, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wouldn't It wouldn't have to be, like, she's humping the actual... She's no, not that. The other book we... <laughs> we read two books about humping dinosaurs. Yeah, the one where they're talking about. Merge. Yeah, the soul is merged in, like, the shadow or whatever. Yeah. She Got walks it. through his soul body, yes. and then they all come. Yes. Yeah. That's what she want to do to you, dragon. I'm just saying, like, the dragon's really big. Like, what if she, like, kills me? I mean, if, she, if I die, I die. So be it. Again, huh, liar, but okay. <laughs> okay, but, like, I'd much rather, I feel like... I'm I like, would die for the dragon dick. Dragon dick dick out. No. It's not a boy no. dragon. Yeah, it's not a boy dragon. It's a girl. Oh, okay. So then you'd be fine. She'd be fine. She would just, like just kind of like pick you up and like smack you against your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then we you're just standing there really like straight. We put that point you guys in your posture. <laughs> I'm picturing like, you know. <laughs> Do you remember that, like, one movie I sent you guys a clip of a really long time ago where they're, like, throwing the knives? And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so sexy. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, that was yes. a French movie? Because we read that. We read, uh, <laughs> the dragon version of that would be, like, Christina in the air, and the dragon's, like, blowing little flames, like, <laughs> all around Christina's body. Wait, but, but just to singe off her clothes enough yeah. so they fall off? Guys, Christina's like, ah. I'm super into this. 
Maybe this is what I'll do for Anna Rymel. I'll just write my Lady Dragon romance. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, oh so, uh, did you have any other final thoughts, or do we, we talk about what we're reading next? What are we reading next? We're reading. You helped me pick. We all. It was a collaboration. Okay. So. What? Oh, I forgot already. The <laughs> wow. stripper book. It's the stripper book. Oh yeah, by the by the author of the Brooklyn Brujas. Yeah, but don't out her, girl. I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> so in order to refresh our palate and to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, okay, <laughs> uh, to continue um, celebrating it, um, we're going to we've read Brooklyn Brujas like two books of hers, right? So that for yeah. Um, and it turns out that she's got uh, another series, and it is a romance. It's a stripper romance series, um, and it's written under the name Zoe Castile. And so we're going to be reading the third installment, which I think it's called. Hold on, let me let me pull it up. I can't, I can't believe it like took me so long. Like I kept seeing it on like. Yeah, because I was, I was really struggling because I'm like, I don't know if I want to read a Halloween romance. I don't know if I want to, you know, I was just like, ah, I yeah. can't decide. It was, it was weird. I was like, oh, Chris, well, all the people on Instagram are always talking about this book. And I thought it was weird because they weren't, like, romance book people, but they all seemed to have read this one series, even though most of their Instagrams were not romance. So and series, so I Googled the author, yeah. and, and so I got Cordova came up, and I'm like, Ah, oh, stupid internet! Just because the initials are the same, it's not the same person. It took me a good five minutes before I realized. So, oh. so yeah, it's called the Happy Endings <laughs> series, a happy ending, happy ending novels. And so we decided that we're gonna read the third one, which is called Flashed. And it looks like this. So this is my pick, or technically our pick for October. Ifs, 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 I don't know if we've ifs, ever read ifs, an abs ifs, book, guys. Ifs. Like, have we ever read a book with abs on the cover? Like, just us picking it? I think this is our first abs, like, abs on the cover book. Oh. Um, no, War has abs on the cover. What, what are you talking about? about? An idiot. Oh. Does it? Yeah, yes. he does. He definitely blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I already pretended that didn't happen, and I'll never forgive you. Um... So <laughs> oh yeah okay you're right when a man makes his living by his looks he can forget that love and lust are more than skin deep but the right woman can remind him dot 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 <laughs> a, a former soccer player oh wait also Captive Desire had abs sort of sorry but it had lady abs like you know what I mean like there's a stereotypical like boys like abs on the cover Sometimes a book just needs one. Can I finish the description? Yeah, sorry. Never mind. A former soccer player, stripper, and model, legendary party <laughs> boy Patrick Halloran finally gets his big break, starring in the summer blockbuster. But when an accident leaves him changed forever, he hides away in his secluded Montana ranch. Only his new housekeeper is allowed inside, with one rule. She is not allowed to see him. But Pat sees her... And she's the most stunning woman he's ever laid eyes on. Even her voice is beautiful. Still, Pant can't allow himself to get close to anyone. Not without a fight, at least. Da, da, da. So, so beastly. Magda well, no, because you know what I'm thinking? Did you remember the telenovela where the girl was like walking 
with the mirror and then she fell and the mirror broke and she fell in the mirror and then her face was all busted. You remember that soap opera? Yeah. Um, Never mind. No. Forget it. Magdalena or Lena Martell is a long way from Queens, New York. After a rough patch, the aspiring artist is working her way through college, even if it means keeping house for a man whose gruff voice she could only hear through a closed door. Still, Lena senses Pat's got a good heart, maybe even a lovable one. She's intrigued until his anger sends her running into the freezing woods. Now, Pat will have to find her, and when he does, he may have found the one woman who can thaw his heart, not to mention the rest of him. But can their new bond survive the paparazzi? And their personal demons? Wait, that's a lot. So, he's got a facial scar. Yes. And is also very attractive and is a triple threat, apparently. She cleans his house, loves his voice, runs away to the woods. He has to go save her. There's paparazzi. I bet you that's where they Listen, this is why I told Chris to do this because this is pretty much as close to like an Andrea fantasy as we're ever going to find because it sounds like Beauty and the Beast meets Jane Eyre. In one book. And also telenovela. Yeah, yes. it sounds like such a soap. It takes me back. Gasps in Spanish. So yeah, that's what we're reading. And we'll talk about it next month. I'm really, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ready to like not think about this series until like hopefully we forget about it. Famine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, we'll see. I might not pick it if only because... Whenever I, I hear famine, like, I have this, like, preconceived notion in my head of what he's going to look like, and he looks like one of my college exes, and I just can't find that sexy. Oh, that's what'll do it. That's what'll make you. <laughs> cool. Good to know. Ain't no judge. Really? Okay, so. so <laughs> no, no. So, keep the lid on it. So, Pete was supposed to be pestilence, and he was super angelic and beautiful. War looked like war. Wouldn't famine? Logically speaking, I would assume he would either be super attractive or, like, the exact opposite, much like Pete. So, he's just, like, golito. Okay, so we can read it. Okay, okay, I'll be done too. I mean, it wouldn't be yeah, the book. I don't think so either. Un bonito who like smells like really good food, and you're like, but you can never have any. Yeah, you're like, and he's just like, he's just standing there like a fucking asshole. Sucks, right? It smells really good. You must be so hungry. Like, I think I would enjoy this series way more if it was more like tongue in cheek or, or like really aware of itself. But that's why uh, it's written in this way and it's fine. People like it, it's fine. I just don't like it. I wish that it was more of a, you know, more of a, a parody. You know what I mean? And it's not, yeah. it plays it so fucking straight and it just boggles my mind. I can't wrap my head, I can't wrap my hand around it. Um, but it was, it was, it was a, Good discussion. Good questions, Drea. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess we'll talk next month or whatever. Yeah. About stripped. Wait, no. Is it stripped? Oh, Drea. Ah. 
you have to watch Magic Mike. X X X. Okay. That's your homework. That's what that's that's your homework. I don't want to. I don't want a reward, but here we are. Yeah, but it's a book club. It's not a movie club. I know, but this is like homework. It's not extra credit anymore. It's homework. It's an assignment. It's worth one hundred percent of your grade, and if you don't do it, you will fail. What happens if I fail? Nothing. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? She's going to go to that book place and she's going to buy a book without me. She already does that. <laughs> and then oh she's going to go to that vegan place that makes up one for the one you really like and she's going to eat it and she's not going to buy it. She also already does that. And she's going to kidnap Indy. <laughs> she would never do that. <laughs> He's too annoying. Okay. God, Chris. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> you suck. Stop doing the things that are punishment. Because <laughs> then you can't punish. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I'm with that. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Are you putting some coal around your eye? Yes. I do, me. Are you drunk? No. Am of I course she is. She had a cup of tea. So you routinely use burnt matches to color your <laughs> yeah. You're going to get an eye infection. And you're you gonna are. <laughs> Goodbye, internet. Adios. <laughs> Finish. And record.